Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 105. With a bit we were going to come up with and we came up with and forgot. Yeah, we have no idea. Case, how are you doing? I am okay. I'm okay. Would you like to explain? I am. I have had a couple of boring days at work, which, okay, it never happens, but it's just, I've had no, like, I either get bombarded or I have nothing. Like, it's a very weird job in that way. Like, sometimes I always have something, though, and to the last two days, I've had literally nothing because I've worked so hard to get it all done, and my kid's also been away for a holiday, so I had a lot of energy today. But then the two other women that I'm working with, they are like so busy. So I had to just kind of sit there and pretend that I had things to do while I was like renaming my playlists on my phone and checking out Pinterest. And anyways, so I feel like I got a little bit of energy that needs to like expel. That's okay. We're going to go to trivia tonight. That's going to be fun. That's going to fix it. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, people and there's like, I don't know, something happening. How are you, Jack? I'm good. Went to uh, Blue Jays game last night as a as a visiting fan. Yes, you did. You do like the Jays too. You go to lots of Jays games. I the Jay, I always say if the Jays aren't playing the Yankees, I cheer for the Jays. Yeah, second favorite team. That's but uh, it was a really good game. Really good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear more about it on the Joe Show, depending on when we're doing that. Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, really fun. I could tell more people just kind of looked at me for wearing a Yankee jersey, mm-hmm. but not a lot of people said. They weren't, like, too mad at you about it. No, one person's like, oh, like, it could be history tonight. Like, it's cool to wear that jersey. That's a, Anybody that's like, ah, oh, Yankees, and they're like, oh, at least it's an Aaron Judge jersey. Right, right. I just want him to hit it. Whatever he's got to do, I just want it to happen so that we can stop talking about it. Mm, that's that's such, a, such a good way to look <laughs> at it. I just want it to happen, though. Has anybody else come close? Because I feel like I've heard this name, Roger Maris, before. Yeah, Roger Maris has so specifically in their their league, their conference specifically. Yeah. It's 61 home runs when the actual record, the top like three guys all got caught doing steroids. Yeah. Uh. So didn't click oh. our on air thing. Yeah, now we're on air. Now we're on air. Cool. Okay. Well, we have a jam packed show, so yes. that's enough sports. Okay. It really was not any sports, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it was. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Uh, so we got our IMC's last flag flying, and uh, thank you for your service. We're gonna rank our last ten IMC's by different order, different remembrance. I'm interested to know who's right. With what? With who? Like, cause oh yeah. I don't know. I think we're one off of each other, but I don't know why. That's okay. Uh, And then we're doing Guess the Opposite Title. I'm so excited about this one. I think I'm going to be really bad at it, but I'm excited about it. There's there's one in there particularly that I had to, like, it took me a good, like, 10 minutes to figure out how How to to make it, like, opposite title. Right. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be bad at it, but it's it was so fun making them. So it's good. Oh, I quickly wanted to talk about, um, I saw, excuse me, Woman King, Viola Davis movie. Incredible. 10 out of 10. Highly, highly recommend this movie. It was so good. Like, it was so good. Are we going to see that or bros this weekend? Well, I already saw Woman King, so I want to see bros. Okay. And what about Don't Worry Darling? Are we seeing that? I want to see it just because and the reviews I th- I've seen make it more I'm more interested to see it because apparent like just from what I've 
read, heard, listened to, whatever. Yeah. Is that it's kind of a mess. Okay. But like Florence Pugh is amazing. Okay. It's like a hot mess, but she's worth it probably. Yeah. Which she'd be worth it anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I really want to see bros. I'm kind of in that mode. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to see one. Well, I will go see Woman King again, but only because I want to see other movies. I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I would go see it like tonight. Well, no. Because we have trivia. Yeah. You can go to like a 10 o'clock show. Uh, let's rank our... Oh, let's rank them. Yeah, you're ready for rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, would you like to go first? Oh, uh, sure. Okay, coming in at number 10, Man of Steel. Did not enjoy this movie. Uh, number nine, This is the End. Number eight. Wow, that's that's a, that's a something the Man of Steel, like, the Man of Steel did something wrong. If it's, if it's below, this is the end. I really, I think you should rewatch it. Um, the King, number eight. Number seven, thank you for your service, which you will hear my uh, take on that. Number six, Amazing Spider-Man from 2012. Number five, Southpaw. This is where it gets tricky. No. This is where I'm like, ooh, like, because I started, I started from one and I did 10 and then I was kind of all over the place. So anyways, Southpaw, number five, end of watch four. Number three, White Man Can't Jump. Two, American Underdog, which I feel like three and two could be intermingled pretty easily for me. And number one is Pursuit of Happiness because it's just such a good movie. But it's hard when you have like when you look at all those movies, like none of them are in the same genre. They're not like right. They're very, very different movies, which is great. But it is hard to compare it because Pursuit of Happiness I wouldn't watch it probably again. Like I got it like I'm good. Um, But there are other movies on here I'm potentially like a white man can't jump i would probably watch again actually might be the only one end of watch i really enjoyed that one that's why i was like could have been two yeah three those are mine jack oh i didn't write down that time that's okay that's okay um okay my 10 so this does not include last flag flying okay that'll be in my next one okay (laughs) uh number 10 like crazy the okay. Anton yeah, Yelchin, Felicity like Jones. That. No, just no. not not my speed. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. A lot of a lot of time jumping, which we know I don't like. Yeah. Uh, number nine, just time loop, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. If 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 I'll just say if Last Flag Flying was in this ten, Edge of Tomorrow would be ten. Okay. That's just it had moments, redeeming moments. Uh-huh. But just overall, out of time loop movies, I'm I'm glad it's out there because it is different than the palm springs and mm-hmm. the bill murray one uh groundhog day yeah it is a different take on it right but i just the it execution just wasn't there fell for you yeah. that's okay uh eight couples retreat mostly okay. just because i didn't like kristen davis and john favreau's relationship they hated each other and wanted to cheat on each other the whole time and then fell in love okay <laughs> uh seven the guilty this is where this list becomes like hard because yeah. like hearing guilty at seven you're like oh so it wasn't that good but it was just incredible because for because it'll be this moment of pandemic movies mm-hmm. that we made where it's like literally him and like maybe three other people that you see on screen like peripheral people though yeah like not important characters everything else is riley keogh and uh peter sarsgaard i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. and like vo- like just people's voices mm-hmm. that carry the story and such a good twist in that one yeah uh six blood diamond six through four were very close themselves yeah but you know 
Leo's performance was great. It was a, like, I don't want to say cool story kind of feels weird. Yeah. But just a different story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More Uh, original. Yeah. And something you don't know about, right? Or, right? Uh, Five, My Cousin Vinny. Yes. Marissa Tomei. Just, yeah, she brings that, right? Has Chinese food. Like, (laughs) she's just like, her accent and that is amazing. It's like the comedy plus courtroom plus like kind of serious at some points, but not really. Yeah. Uh, for heat, I think, I I think if I made this list before watching any of the movies, heat would have been one. Okay. Just based on expectations, still really good, but it's more of the De Niro and Pacino. Like they needed to make this movie like five to ten years earlier mm. than it probably. I think if this movie comes out in the eighties and it's but still De Niro Pacino, I think we talk about it with like Goodfellas, Godfather, Shawshank, all of those movies. Right. Right. Three Spotlight. Okay. Another incredible story, great execution, the characters, like everything about it is just so well put together. Mm-hmm. Oscar winner? Yeah, I think, or it was definitely nominated. nominated. Yeah. Uh, two Hustle. Okay. Basketball. I'm shocked that's not number one. What's uh, Now I can't even think of what number one will be. In Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. Toronto Raptor, Juancho Hernan Gomez. They like, again, I think my complaint about it, which doesn't really matter to the story, is like, you have real people that play or played or whatever talk about basketball, and then you had some fake people in there mm-hmm. outside of Anthony Edwards, who should win an Oscar. Right. If if we there should be an Oscar category for best performance by an, an athlete by a non by a non actor. Yeah, that should be a category. Yeah, because Anthony Edwards. It, it could just be not athletes. It yeah, could it be could. like a scientist or you know like a singer somebody yeah somebody who works in nasa or like just like some random person right a non yeah non-actor a non-actor i like it I, let's I, propose it let's yeah who are we proposing it to to the academy awards gotcha uh too bad this year would be a complete runaway oh uh, runaway jury runaway number jury. one yes it was wow the that's impressive. The balancing act of the story mm-hmm. and how, obviously, how serious a case this is. And mm-hmm. then you have, you know, the angel and devil on your shoulder. You have the Dustin Hoffman, who we're going to do everything by the letter of the law. And now I can't Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, yeah. Who is like, we will put every dirty tactic possible. Another good, like, power struggle movie. Mm-hmm. And then you do get that kind of twist at the end of, like, why the story came about the way it did yes yeah it was really cool yeah so for yeah, sure number one wow that's i'm shocked that it beat hustle unless you must have really left an imprint on you so that's cool mm-hmm. yeah awesome okay uh, now we can rock paper scissors. yes we can rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. Ah. <laughs> i always told him he does scissors so i was like today i'm gonna do rock and i'm gonna beat him and he beat me at my own game the wily coyote i did pay for shit of rock and it was a good. That was a good mind game. That was a good mind game. All right, in our, in our post-war, yeah, IMCs. Uh, I will defer and let you go first. Okay, I watched. Thank you for your service. Um, sorry, I can't remember now where I watched it, but somewhere on a streaming service. Uh, it is a 2017 war crime biographical. So it's directed by Jason Hall. He's done like American Sniper. He definitely has a genre. Um, it is a group of U.S. soldiers returned from Iraq, struggled to integrate into family and civilian life. 
this isn't a war movie. It is uh, like the effects of war, but there are some scenes of war. So the opening, actually, first I'll tell you who's in it. Uh, Miles Teller, Beulah Coel, uh, John Cole, Scott Hayes, Haley Bennett, Amy Schumer, which I was very shocked at. Um, Omar D. Dorsey and Keisha Castle Hughes. So the very, very first scene is is like you only get really a couple of war scenes and the very beginning is a war scene and it's Miles Teller's team gets like this ambushed and another soldier of his like on his platoon or whatever gets shot in the head, but he's alive. So Miles Teller's tries to carry him down the stairs and the blood is dripping all down Miles Teller's face. The way it is filmed, I am not doing it justice. It is so graphic and, like, horrific and, like, so real that you feel it. That's all you need in this movie is just that scene to carry the rest of the movie of knowing the PTSD. What he went through. Yeah. Like, that's it. And there was so much more he went through, but that's all you need. That's all I needed anyway to see. So these three three boys – I said boys, but sorry – men come back from war. So Miles Teller – is kind of, he's the main character and he's trying to amalgamate like he's trying to find a job and you know he's like well maybe I could become a janitor and um they really show you what it's like for these men that are coming back from the war they're not taken care of and it's very very clear because this is a biographical like this actually happened to this guy um one unfortunately does commit suicide which we un he unlives unlived unalive unalives himself is what we're supposed <clears throat> to say now um another one of his friends is having like these memory issues from i guess hitting his head or it was some something with his head um so there's this one really prolific scene for me that i'm it's not giving away the movie i'm not i wouldn't do that but he decides he wants to get help because he's having Like, he's just struggling. He's struggling to get back with his family. Like, there's these certain little scenes that are, like, he's trying to make breakfast for his kid, and he puts chocolate chips in the pancake, and then the wife's like, well, she doesn't like chocolate. And it's little, little things like that that show you, like, how much he's missed. He's trying to get back into it. He doesn't have a job. They actually had to rent their house because they couldn't afford to keep it up while he was gone. Like, it's like... Stuff like that without it. It's not like thrown in your face. It's like these little moments you can kind of piece together as a viewer. Um, so anyway, he decides he's, he needs help, right? He's like, okay, he's got this one friend who's now not no longer with them. He's got this other friend that he carried down the stairs. He's got who's no longer with them. And then he's got this other friend who keeps having these memory gaps. And so he's like, I gotta, I gotta like deal with this. Um, so he goes to get help and he runs into a... Like a lieutenant, I don't know the ranking. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be ignorant, but I don't know the ranking. But he's like high up in the army or you know forces. Um, so he's like, well, he comes up to him. And he's like, oh, what's this line for? And Miles Teller's like, we're applying for service um, connector, sir. Like we're applying to get some service, like help, basically. And um, the guy's answer is, um, you're my hammer out there. Don't let the young guys see you fold like that. It's bad for morale, bad for the army. And it was so, um, it was so impactful to me. Like, I just was like, wow, he's actually trying to get help. And he's being completely like, don't do that. Like, don't be weak. Yeah. Weak. And like trying to help it. it it's a good, uh, it's a good statement for, I think men's mental health. I'm going to just say specifically, cause I do think it gets, ignored quite a bit 100 percent, it does you're told to just be a man and suck be it a up. man suck it up 
don't be sensitive, whatever. So that was a really hard scene for me. Like I actually just stop it for a minute and just kind of be like, did that actually? And then I rewound it to listen to it again because I was like, I cannot believe in this day and age that that, but you also have to remember this did happen during the Iraq war, like the beginning. So I'm hoping that we've made some improvements in life for men too, because that was really bad. Um, so the PTSD is like, it's just the way it's done is like, it's just, it's more of a feeling. It's not, it's not necessarily what you visually see. It's just like the way they do it is so well done because it's just, you like feel it in your like soul of like how hard this must have been for everybody. And you know, there's this one scene that I will tell you it's again, it's not ruining the movie, but he is having sex with his wife He's not really into it, but he's trying. And then he, there's the scene where, so she's, I'm sorry, but she's on top and, and her head gets blown out because this is, that's just what he's imagining. He's imagining her head being blown off. And it's just like it, the way it's done is so, cause you're not expecting it first of all. And it's just, I don't know. It's just those kind of things. They just really, they add up. It's a really, it's heavy, but it's a really well done movie. And it's, um, I think it's really important for people to see what it's like for them to come back and they're, have just seen all this horrific stuff. Um, so I will tell you, Amy Schumer, not in it a lot, but she is the wife of the guy that she carried, he carried down the stairs. And at when he first gets home, she bombards him and she's just like, what happened to him? Were you there when he died? What happened? Like she's manic, right? She's like, what happened to my husband? Like I, like she knew he was dead obviously, but it was like, you, were you there? You were you the like closure of what actually happened? Yeah. And he hadn't even hugged his wife yet. And this girl, like, you know, and then she cuts him off and then she does see him one other time. And she kind of asks about him. And at the very end, he does well it's not the very end sorry but at the end he does go to see her and her response is like literally chef's kiss it is so beautiful what she says to him that I was like bawling like I was like that's beautiful because she was portrayed a certain way and she does a bit of a it's good it's a good like her her role is actually really good she's not in it much but I know you're not a fan She's not funny, obviously, and it's not a funny movie at all. Um, anyways, it got uh, 77 on Rotten Tomatoes. And that, yeah, that's what I have to say about it. Nice. I only cried a little bit. I only had a little bit of tears. Yeah, you're, you're holding it back now. Holding it back. Woo! That's a toughie. Toughie, but a goodie. Always, always a good one. Yeah. Uh, my movie is 2017's Last Flag Flying. Even though we might have said last flag standing to each I, other, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, it's on Amazon Prime, Amazon Original, which I gotta gotta give some credit to Amazon. They okay. are really like I was looking through it when I was watching. There was like the recommended before I started, and I was like doing my like before notes. They have a lot of good stuff. Amazon, oh, okay, I'd say underrated, especially like this. I think it's yeah, I think it's pretty underrated. Cause, I, like, it'd be my last choice to look up stuff. Yeah, probably like even uh, like the Tender Bar that was Amazon. They have Spider-Man yeah, No Way Home. Yeah. Like, they have good stuff and ori- good original yeah. stuff. So this is an Amazon original uh, directed by Richard Linklater, who did, like, the Before Trilogy and other stuff. Uh, so this is 30 years after serving together in Vietnam. It wasn't The timeline wasn't very clear. It, I was kind of confused. Uh, three former Marines, or the Navy, I don't know if that's the same thing yeah. or whatever, uh, uh, three buddies, so Larry, Doc, Shepard, played by Steve Carell, uh, 
Sal Nealon, played by Brian Cranston, and Reverend Reverend Richard Mueller, played by Lawrence Fishburne, go on a bittersweet journey to bury Doc's son uh, while they share memories and reminisce on the war that shaped their lives. Mm, okay. So we get mustached Steve, mustached Steve Carell. Nice. Uh, so he, uh, the opening is him going into Brian Cranston's bar and they kind of have this like, oh, can I get a beer? There's only one other person in the bar and they kind of, he's like, oh, you don't remember me, do you? Because that was back in Vietnam. And he's like, oh my God, Doc, that's crazy. They mentioned that Steve Carell was imprisoned for two years after Vietnam for something that had happened Ooh. with the three of them. Okay. Uh, Steve Carell still works for the Navy in like some like not war capacity, like even maybe office or something, something or? like that. Yeah, yeah. He was actually he was in the office. Mm. No, ah, ah. so uh, funny. So yeah, Ryan Cranston owns a bar. They go to see Lawrence Fishburne, who is a reverend. So they go and see his Sunday sermon. Um, even though he was a reverend, apparently Fishburne back in the day was a world class drinker, gambler. And Coxman. Oh, according to Brian fun. Cranston. Okay. Brian Cranston is the most fun part of this movie. It's a, I don't want to say dark. Like it is, it is a drama. But yeah. Brian Cranston is the comedy. He like lightens it. Unbelievable in this movie. Oh wow, good. Um, he does. He does drop the R word. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did that. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is them once. The, once I figured out what year this movie was, made a little more sense. Yep. Uh. They go to dinner at Lawrence Fishburne's house. You find out Steve Carell lost his son, or lost, well, he lost his son, but lost his wife as well. Ooh. So, uh, so that's why they're all together. Um, they need to uh, go to Arlington, Arlington, Texas, to the like war war hero memorial or something to okay. to bury I'm him. Sure, it's not in West Virginia. That's weird. There was Arlington. one in there's one in Arlington and one they ended up going somewhere else like more north. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um so we kind of have this like Brian Cranston Lawrence Fishburne because they were older than Steve Carell. I think they were his like commanding officers or something when they were in the war. They are just they are very at each other because Lawrence Fishburne's a reverend and Brian Cranston is very much not. Mm-hmm. So they kind of have this, they have quite a few debates on religion, and they are quite literally at one point the angel and devil on Steve Carell's shoulder. So they have this like very, very good dynamic between the three of them. So yeah, they're going to Arlington to bury his son, um, and Brian Cranston's just, he's trying to make it, not fun, but he's trying to lighten things up. Just lighten it a little bit, yeah. Yeah. He's he's driving and uh, an eighteen wheeler starts like riding his ass while they're driving, and he's just being stubborn of like no I'm just gonna make them sit behind me, and finally because Lawrence Fishburne very put together aside from like once Brian Cranston's there at his house he kind of like slips up and swears in front of his wife mm-hmm. he's like what is she's like what is going on with your mouth like like how did this happen and then he can slowly re- he slowly realizes that it's because brian cranston's there that it kind of kind of triggers Br- that for brings, him brings that out in him yeah um so then it it finally with this 18 wheeler finally makes lawrence fishburne snap he's swearing at him you're gonna fucking kill us like i have a wife to go back to you idiot like just screaming at him because he was so put together but Brian Cranston's character is just enough of a shit disturber. Mm-hmm. Like he he's just there to to grind some gears. Um, 
makes him accidentally swear. I don't know. He it wasn't on accident. I can tell you that. Uh, after driving to I, uh, Arlington, they have to they have to go somewhere else. Uh, in terms of timeline, they mentioned the capture of uh, Saddam Hussein. So mm-hmm. this is early 2000s. Eventually, they say it's 2003 is our is our place in time i guess okay um so they have to wait uh so they go to see doc's son steve crow but uh doc's son but they have to wait until the next day they go to like this hotel and not much of a scene just kind of a small scene of like brian cranston smoking a cigar in the hotel room and like he's trying to talk to Lawrence fishburne but he's sleeping and steve is long asleep mm-hmm. not a not a nothing scene but just like a little like you're they're just trying to fill time not even fill time but they kind of do there is some filler points Mm -hmm. in this movie um so they visit the base there's other families like uh going to see their fallen soldiers steve crow wants to see his son's body which they explain what happened and if he sees that he's never gonna unsee Mm. what's in there okay and then of course our angel and devil come back of like brian cranston has a line and it's like you know, I would want to see him, but that's just me. Mm, right. And Lawrence Fishburne's like, you know, you should listen to because it's an officer that tells him, you know, it's probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. He ultimately decides to see, and his sh- his son was shot in the back of the head. Okay. So he doesn't have a face, face. anymore. Wow. So that's yeah. something they don't show that, but it's just you can see his like physical reaction to yeah seeing that seeing his son now yeah uh. So they t- so Brian Cranston while they're while he's looking at the body Brian Cranston and Lawrence Fishburne are talking to uh this marine that's on duty that's there like it seems like he's not there for a reason but it actually turns out that he was Steve Carell's son's best friend. Mm. So uh his name's Washington so I'll, I'll just I'll say that I don't know I don't remember who the actor was. Um so they they say to him, oh, they told us that, you know, he was killed in an ambush. And you can see him make this face of, like, that's... Uh-oh. Okay, and he just kind of goes... Because before he's very, like, buttoned up. And they're like, you know, we're former Marines. Don't worry about, like, standing at attention. And they say that, and he just kind of makes a face. He's like, hmm, okay. He just says, okay. And they're like, mm. what do you mean, okay? Like, yeah. they're going to... Let's start digging into this. And I won't say exactly... So, yeah, something's fishy, and... I'm not going to say exactly the story he tells of what actually happened, but it is just the most, like, one of the most devastating things you'll hear about what happened and how they're both involved and how it was his best friend and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, So then Washington, the friend, has to then repeat the story to Doc himself because Brian Cranston goes, oh, what happened? Like, can you tell us again how, like, how he died? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so then the friend has to tell Steve Carell what actually happened. Mm. So that's, they don't, again, another thing they don't show, but you can obviously imagine what that's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, he was going to leave because uh, he just didn't want to be involved in this situation anymore. I didn't think it was like taking, like. Probably healthy for him. Or... Yeah, because like even he has like a cane and stuff. Yeah. That's stuff that happened in the war. So then because Steve Carell doesn't trust the government and Brian Cranston is very like he's very anti-government. They're just like, we're just going to take him. We're going to take Doc's son and we're just yeah. we're going to go. And I think they're going to they were going to go back to like Steve Carell's not his house to bury him, but in his hometown okay. to bury him. Um, 
So, uh, Cranston, Fish, Fishburn again. They they did something that got Steve Carell thrown thrown in the brig or prison, whatever, for those two years. So we're still kind of like inching towards what what could have happened that he took the fall for. Right. Um. Uh. I guess actually I wrote down what what it was. I'm not gonna say it no, just because it yeah. does. Yeah. Not ruin the story, but it's just something pretty important to the story. Yeah. You know, they, so they have to go pick up this U-Haul because they Brian Cranston just has like a not like a station wagon, but like a car that couldn't, couldn't accommodate a dead body. A casket. Okay, right. So they have to go get this U-Haul, and like they actually really start to get along. They're still arguing about religion and God, but it just becomes more of a light-hearted discussion. Okay. And like Brian Cranston, they're just kind of making jokes back and forth, and Brian Cranston's like, "Well, why isn't God talking to me?" Lawrence Fishburne's like, well, because you're not listening. Mm. So it's kind of a serious thing, but they're also joking because they know whatever they have in this conversation isn't going to sway anybody's opinion. Yes. Um, <laughs> Brian Cranston didn't know that Eminem was white. Oh. So they put on an Eminem song, and he's like, God, isn't this just like terrible that rappers are like this <laughs> now? And then he's like, you know, he's white, right? He's like, this guy saying all this stuff is white? That's pretty. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Lawrence Fishman's going to take the bus. He gets stopped by Homeland Security. I kind of forgot why, but he gets stopped by Homeland Security. Um, so Washington, the, the friends, the son's friend, mm-hmm. is going to go with them because they were going to take a U-Haul. Now they're going to take a train to back up to the northeast somewhere like New Hampshire area yeah. to bury his son. Um, so they have this great conversation. So... They're like they're on this train and the three like the three older guys are sitting together and Washington is just kind of sitting with the casket in like this like very cold part of the train mm. in the winter time, and Brian Cranston comes up and he's like oh like just come sit with us for a few minutes like we and then he's like well no I'm okay right here like he wants to stay with his, his friend, friend. And he's like you should talk you should talk to him about his son like you should like share some stories and mm-hmm. stuff something that will kind of I don't know help him yeah. Um, so then they just go into these like wild stories about kind of being in war. And it's more about the guys that were in the Vietnam war and kind of all the stuff they did. And like, like Steve Carell was 18 or 19 while they were there and like lost his virginity. And they're talking about like going to whorehouses and like kind of stuff that they did to distract themselves from being at war. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, you find out we're in 2003 um they all get phones like they all get like nokia phones and they can call each other at any time uh and because they're all in the same phone plan it's not gonna they just kept talking about how much how many minutes you have and it was like (laughs) 500 minutes a month and brian cranston's like how can you talk for that for that much in a month and yeah so they all get these phones uh brian cranston's like obsessed with it but then they're in new york getting these phones and they have to get back to the train and he prank calls Lawrence Fishburne, even though they're all walking together. And he's like, "Hey, this is uh, this is God calling you." Right. It's <laughs> like, and he can't, and maybe it's just because now, like, you didn't have like they were calling them like uh, cordless cellular telephones oh, okay. when they got them. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, "Who is this?" Like he's like so thrown off. But he, if he just looked over to his left, he would yeah. see like, "Hey, this is God. God's <laughs> right. calling you." Um. Uh. So then they actually end up getting. Uh, stuck in New York. Uh, they miss their trains. So they have to take another train to catch up. They 
I guess I can't really say it because it does give away what happened, but they go see they go see a person involved with what happened when they were at war and oh, like okay. the stuff that they did that was wrong. And okay. That's a very powerful scene and probably not something you would expect okay. in that specific situation. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much the end. There's not really like a spoilery or like a big ending. It's yeah. just like a very emotional movie. Yeah. I thought it was very well done. Oh, good. The three of them, because they're kind of the, not like good, bad, and ugly, but they all have like, you have a reverend, yeah. whatever Brian Cranston is, and then <laughs> Steve the Carell's in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> right, angel, right. devil, and just somewhere in the, in the middle. middle. Oh, that's good. I've never seen it before, but I was curious to know if you were going to like it. So so I should watch it. You should. I think you would really enjoy okay, it. Okay, great. I'll we'll watch it. All right. All right, so we have guess guess the opposite title. Yes. Um, I always said like my example is always forward from the past. Right, back or, to the future. Right. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Because I deferred. You did. So I'll take the second. Ha- I'll take the ball in the second half. Okay. My first one. Okay. Is ugly girl. Beautiful boy. Beautiful boy. Nice. Great movie. I love that one. Um, the light queen. Uh, my first thought was the Dark King, but it's probably the Dark Knight. Yes. Yes. I feel like this is actually going to go pretty fast. Oh, yeah, it is. That's okay. <laughs> How about natives? Natives. Or native. They're native. So, alien. Yeah. Nice. Um, Silence in the Sun. Uh, silence, something, and singing in the rain. Yes, and singing in, in the, the rain. rain. Just singing. Uh, how about Big Mister Rain? Big Mister Little Miss Sunshine. I think we might might have to might go ten for ten here. I know. Well, I think you right. This one's my favorite. It's easy. Well, it's like easy, but it was fun to make. Short-lived moonbeam of the messy mania. What? <laughs> Short-lived moonbeam of the messy mania. Okay, I'm gonna have to break this down okay. like word short-lived. by word. Short-lived. Okay, long death. Die hard. Moonbeam. Like the, like the town. No. Moon beam. Yeah, like a beam from the moon. Okay, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna write this down so I can like really Kay. big what is it? Short lived. Short lived. Moon beam. Moon beam. Of the is the same. Oh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. There you go. Wow. That's that was fun. That was that was that's really good. The only one that was hard was mind because I looked it up. Like everything else, like spotless, I did messy. Obviously, sunshine, I did moonbeam, eternal, short-lived, right? But mind was hard. So when I looked it up, it did say mania. So I was just like, okay, well, I don't know how. Yeah, I, I had to Google some stuff too to yeah, figure right? out what the opposite is. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I just realized I did singing in the rain too. Oh, did you? What was I, yours? Uh, silence in the sunlight. Oh, look at us. I'll give you a check mark for that because you did it yeah. too. Um, do you want me to go then? Yeah. Does that count then? Okay. Yeah. A million bad women. 
a million bad women. One, one good man. One, one good. Let's see. I feel like the opposite of a million would be one. Mm-hmm. Or zero. No. Not a million, but maybe some. Some. Oh, uh, a few good men. Yeah. Uh, the devil mother. The angel father. The angel... What did you say? The devil mother. The devil mother. Devil, angel, mother, father. Do you, it, it, you, <laughs> it's so funny. Your face right now is like, oh my God, why are you so Because it's one of those, like, you're, you're close. You're very close. Okay. I just want to say the angel and demons. Um, can you tell me what word is right or no? No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. That's that's cheating. The I need to write it down because now I forget what I'm saying. Devil, I'm saying. devil mother. Devil mother. Uh, you have the father part right. I'll tell you that. Okay, so it's not angel. Not angel. Okay, God father. Yep. <laughs> Like the Godfather? <laughs> yep. The Godfather. Uh, <laughs> uh, red magazine. Blue book. Blue. Green book. There you go. <laughs> Blue book. <laughs> um, finite peace. Finite. Peace. Peace. War. War. Finite. Finite. It's the opposite of finite. I don't know. Finite. It's a word that's pretty close. A couple letters off. Finishing war. Fine. Infinite war. Infinity war. There we go. <laughs> Got there. Just have to talk it out a little bit. Um, okay. Absolutely urban for young women. <laughs> Absolutely urban for young women. Absolutely. What? Urban. Um. Oh, um. No, no country for old men. Yeah, <laughs> that is good. Wow, you're sort of like you've got some like long ones. That's, I know, that's good. I know. They were fun though. I loved making them. Now, uh, I have this one written down, and now I forget what it is. That's amazing. Yes, let's work through it. Brought back. Brought back. Um, back. Back chest. No. Is it back like I I would think way it's, back? Yeah, no. like I think like 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 yeah, you're bringing something back to you, so you're pushing it away, you're giving it away. Brought back. Now I can't. What remember. is it? Brought back or brought? Brought. Brought. Brought something, and you take away. Take. Brought back. Back. We're going back. I don't know. 
Oh, I know. I remember what this is now. It's so it, it's brought back, but it the opposite is just one word. Oh, okay. Brought back. So yeah, brought back. Away. <laughs> Not that one word. Not that one. Um. You brought it back. Or are you bringing it back like you're bringing back a trend? That's where I'm getting confused. It's like you could think of it as like a physical thing. You you brought it back to the store. Yeah. But if you didn't, you like. You bought it. You, you, you get, you got it. You got it. But yeah. Got. Maybe, maybe you didn't. Like, get out. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it wasn't given to you. Maybe it was a present. That, or maybe. Like. Maybe you weren't supposed to have it, but then... Uh-oh, but you stole it. Yep. You're a stealer. You are stealing. Iconic phone call. What? Liam Neeson. Scream. Taken. Yep. Wow. That was a lot. That was hard for my brain. I'm going to... I'll give you a check mark for that. Well... It's a loose one. It's a it's a loose. It's like a I half. Also, I also didn't know it at first. Yeah. So that's why I'll give you the check mark. We worked through it together. We did. Okay, ready? Yeah. Sit opposite us. Stand together. Wait, what's the opposite? Sit opposite us. Sit opposite... Stand... Now I'm trying to, now my brain is like, what's the opposite of opposite? Yeah, right. Together? Stand together. Op- us. What's the opposite of us? Me? Stand together, me. Stand by me. <laughs> it's so funny when someone else is doing it because you're like, yeah. You're right there. You're you're like, one, you're there. Just one, like- one word <laughs> off and it's pretty <laughs> obvious. Right. You're like, stand together me i'm like uh, okay <laughs> well that was that was the godfather one for me it's like right. yeah, not, <laughs> yep. an, not an angel no <laughs> ain't god i guess maybe what's the opposite of god wouldn't devil be the opposite of god yeah it totally is yeah um how about the found girls lost men yep very close the the found girls yeah the lost guys the lost <laughs> the lost men the lost boys there you go <laughs> it is true it's like i don't know i'm betting whoever's mind- listening is like oh my god why are they so dumb but it's like in your mind you're so just- like you get so fixated fixated on <laughs> yeah, like you're like it's guys guys because i was even thinking like uh the not you know like the movie the nice guys right then i'm like but then the opposite of that is mean girls right technically That'd be actually really funny if you did that. I'd be like, uh, mean girls? Yeah, you said mean girls, and it's like, mean girls. Mean girls. Nice, but then nice nice guys. Nice guys. Uh, Death is drab. Life is beautiful. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's like, drab is not a word I've heard. I don't know why, but that sounds like a word that was in, like, Devil Wears Prada. (laughs) Right. So drab. God... What would that be? Devil Wears Prada. God. Naked. No. <laughs> God naked. Uh, Joe Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of what the Walmart brand is, right. but I couldn't think of George. it. George. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh, we got a Jack can't read his handwriting for a moment there. Okay. I love it. Uh, pack literally. Literally. Wow. The opposite. Oh, uh, pack. Okay. Unpack. So this is this okay, kind so, of a, so, okay. It, it's kind of a hard one because I couldn't really find what yeah, the yeah. opposite was, but I just I found a definition of the word and it had this as an antonym. Okay. Okay. Um, I would so say focus on the literally. Okay. Not true. Yes. Yeah, it's a lie. It is. Pack. True lies. No. No. Um. Lie. Is lie right? No, oh, but, okay. but it is live, maybe more in like storytelling terms. Liar. Bad liar. No. Bad No teacher. very. Okay. <laughs> We're going off the rails. <laughs> no variation of lie. I'll oh, tell okay. you that. Okay. What is that then? Literally? Literally. Okay. Literally is, it's, it's not literal though, right? Yeah. I couldn't do the actual, the actual opposite of the word because it's the word with something else in front of it. Okay. But literally, literally, but literally. not, but, but not literally. Okay. Um, invention of lying. No, that's a good guess. Okay. Liter- I know you said not lie, but now I can't think of another But like word. in like storytelling terms. Um. What literally, but in storytelling and the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> not literally in storytelling. <laughs> sarcastic no that wouldn't be it um i don't know it's made up it's make-believe like a made-up story like a fable like a like um like a fairy tale like uh i don't know i don't know no okay okay pulp fiction ah i couldn't find the opposite of pulp but pack was one of them apparently there you go all right that was a good one Okay, calm, sensible, hate. Calm, sensible, hate? Yeah. Calm, sensible, hate. Panic, panicked? No, calm. What's the opposite? Like, now it's just like the opposite of calm. My brain is just like not. I know, it's hard, right? Sensible, hate eat pray love no but that's a great one thank you i knew that was wrong but i just i had to say it then to just get it out of my brain love is love okay that's pretty love and hate Uh, sensible sensible insensible (laughs) nice uh sensible 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 now it's in my brain so much that it doesn't feel like a real word right I know it's hard to do. Calm. I feel like I gotta get calm because, like, if you're not calm, you're panicked. Yeah. You're. You are stressed. You're, yep. You could be perceived a certain way. Stressed. Like you know how I am on like in situations sometimes. Or frantic. Yeah, like it's in that it's in that wheelhouse. Okay. It's in, it's in there. I look. What do I look though? I look scared <laughs> no to other people i would be like crazy crazy <laughs> stupid love there you go <laughs> yep all right my last one Kay. this is this is a doozy okay i feel like the other uh, pulp fiction was a hard one that's I, okay I that's not. okay no that's fine. this one okay rebellion 
Okay. Surrender. Forward. Forward, so backward or back. Yep. Uh, rebellion. Yeah. Surrender. Surrender. Yeah, so, you have so the So you're like captured. If you, no, you surrender. What would be the opposite of surrendering? Like, like on the move. Like. Like attacking. Attack of the clones. Right franchise. Okay. Now I forget it totally. Rebellion. Rebellion. Surrender. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. That was a, I was very proud of that one. That was a really good one. That's a lot of these. I like Googled them to figure it out. This one, it just took like two minutes and I was like, okay. yeah, that was like me with this spotless mind one. Okay. My last one, the sheep of ceiling Avenue, the sheep of ceiling Avenue. See like the like ceiling like at the top like if I look up the ceiling yes but it's not floor <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you I just want to tell you that it's not wall the, just the wall um the sheep the goat what's the opposite of a sheep like is that something that's like it's similar uh, to a sheep there are fairy tales I believe the three little pigs. What eats the three little pigs? The big bad. What? Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) The Sheep of Ceiling Avenue. (laughs) The Wolf of Wall Street. I know. That is pretty good. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Well, yeah, I guess like. Wall is a hard one because when yeah. you say opposite of wall, that's why I was like, well. Oh, yeah, because I guess it's not the, the other wall. Yeah, <laughs> not the, not this wall, but the, the other, other wall. wall. <laughs> there's, two, there's two walls. There's like a few walls, and it's not this particular one, but the other one. That's, yeah, That is true. That was fun. I like that game. That was. I feel like it went off the rails very often. This is It's a good thing we didn't bet anything on this because no. that was just – I hope everyone enjoyed listening to – the, the dumbness of our brains of not being able to know opposites yeah because <laughs> like, then my... what's the opposite of dark <laughs> uh, i don't know yeah your brain it's just funny and if anybody has any judgments you let, let us know and we'll send you a few see how smart you are yeah <laughs> on air <laughs> uh yeah. so yeah i think that's uh next that's week that next week we've got um our biopic themed oh, really themed had a episode. hard time with this guys uh, once so, jack explained it to me i was fine uh so our imc's rise yes which is the story of Giannis antetokounmpo which i'm excited which for you to say i can't wait uh and then i'm watching rocket man rocket man and then i wonder if it'll be in your biopic so we're and then we're doing top 10 biopics yeah so I wonder after you watch it, after you watch it, will it make it in there? That's a good, that's, that's hard. Because I've a already lot of, ranked mine. So Ooh, and you actually ranked them? I ranked 10. That's good. Because that's what you told me to do. Yep. I know yeah. sometimes I don't follow the rules. This time I did. That's very good. And yeah, I have, I have some stuff done already in the next few weeks. So yeah, top 10 uh, biopics. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. That was, that was a good, that was a good song. Thanks. All right, then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.